1: This is Dr. Joseph A. Mills, Jr. from Agape Embassy Ministries of Elitaria, Virginia. Thank you for tuning in to our Reigning in Life Through Faith radio broadcast. I pray that today's message will truly be a blessing to you. We stand on the There are paths in the spirit realm that you can't see, that God has already preordained, prearranged for your life. Jesus said, I cannot leave you as offers. I got to give you the one who's going to lead you on the paths that you ought to take. Yeah. That's why Holy Spirit is so important. Hebrews 10, 35, 36. Let's look at that for a moment. Watch verse 35 says, therefore, do not cast away what? Your confidence. Now, my confidence is not in, not in me. It's in what God said to me. Abraham believed God. That means his confidence was in God. What did God say? He believed God, that God was able to do what he said. Are you with me? Now all Abraham had to do was to do what he do in order in order to have children, but God was the one who was going to make it work. But if I have no confidence in what God has said, I'm going to stop doing even what it, what it takes to even do, to get a job. Old, zero-old. You understand what I'm saying? Somewhere along the line, you say, this ain't working. Doubt, unbelief comes in. 25 years? That's a long time. You ain't seen nothing in five years. Come on, y'all. Understand, you understand what I'm saying? You ain't seen nothing in five years. Ain't nothing. Is this really? Did God really say this to me? I'll tell you a little story about myself. In in 1979 is when God began to, to give me a vision. I mean, a dream. Some people get messed up on dreams because they don't know what God is talking about. And this was a vision. I was wide awake. And he and he made my mind, in my mind, I could see me on the canvas of my mind standing behind a pulpit. Now, <clears throat> about 10 years later, and I've been teaching, I teach the word or whatever you understand. And I'm saying, you know, God, you, he ain't making nothing happen. So I said, shoot, I'm going back to school. It's me, you understand what I'm saying? 10 years, you understand? And I'm just teaching Bible studies or whatever, you know, and that's good. I can still teach Bible studies, but I need, I need, to, I need to do something else. I need to, you know. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to do something. So as soon as I, made, I said I was going to do something, God says, I want you to be a pastor. Now, I thought I was just going to be a teacher because I thought I was going to be a teacher like Kenneth Copeland. Y'all know Kenneth Copeland? Anybody know him? He doesn't have a church. He just go around teaching. He sets up his conferences or whatever. He go around teaching. So I thought it was going to be kind of like him. God says, I want you to pastor. Well, you know, I had made up my mind I was going a different direction because it took him so long. (laughs) So I, I know how the mind works. I know I know how it can get there when God says something to you, shows you something, and it's so long until you're like, man, hey, you know, I must have been wrong. Something must have been right, not right. You know, hey, I'm going to do something different. So I know what can happen what the devil will throw at you and what he will show you. And he'll tell you, uh, you're not going to go out there and be a full-time minister doing anything. And that's what you get to thinking. You know, if that's what God has shown you. Everybody's not called a full-time minister. And most of the people in full-time ministry have been called to full-time ministry. see Amen. Some people think that because they teach, they call the pastor. Got different kind of gifts. You can have an anointing to teach and not an anointing to pastor. Amen. You have to wait until your gift makes room for you. You don't make room for your own self. Here he says, Therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward. So I don't care how long it is. Hold your confidence in God. Hold your confidence in God. You got a job, stay on your job. Don't leave your job. Mm -mm, God had to drag me off the job. Seriously. Yeah. Because you, you, you learn how to follow God. You don't, everybody, you don't know how to follow God. I know, I know how to find, you know, I hear the spirit. I'm, I'm following God. Yeah. Right. You follow him right on out there and you be on the poorhouse. you be in soup line. <laughs> I seen too much of it. Amen. Seen people lose everything. God told them, did God tell them or was it counterfeit faith? See, amen. Are y'all with me? Yeah. Somebody say, God told me to, told me to change jobs. And all of a sudden they get fired when they get to the new job. Did God tell them? No, that money was calling them. And as soon as they got to the job, the contract that was, that was there was nullified. Are you all with me? Can you understand what I'm saying? We're talking about making sure that your faith is genuine. You have genuine faith. Are you with me? Can you understand that? That's, it's vitally important to your livelihood and your life. Because if we live life based on faith, this is critical. It's critical to know that your faith is genuine. Amen. Are you with me? So watch this, he says now, for you have have need of endurance so that after you have done the will of God, after you've done what? The will of God is synonymous with the word of God. So after you have done the word of God, you may receive the promise. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Say after you've done the word of God, what word did God give you that you're acting on? Because if you don't have a word from God that you're acting on, your faith is going to fail you because you're operating on counterfeit faith. Are you all with me? You've got to understand how critical this is. And a lot of people are in places that they have no business being in because it's counterfeit faith that got them there. Okay. Now, why then do we need our faith tested? A. (laughs) Because through faith, we please God. That's number one as far as I'm concerned. Through faith, we please God. Hebrews 11, 6. Are y'all with me? Hebrews 11, 6 says, But without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Diligently seek him. i tell you, I'm going to tell you. First of all, we don't need to fleece God, but you need, you need to diligently seek God. You don't put out fleeces if you do this or if somebody says this or somebody says that's people who are looking for signs. And the word of God says those who look for signs is an evil and adulterous generation of people. So I don't, I don't, I'm not looking for a sign. I need to know that this is God that's talking to me. Now everything else that comes about after I know that it's God, He 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 will, He will um Um witness, give me a witness. Amen. Amen. But I know, you know, I've had people say things to me, and I tell my Yeah, I, I know that. In other words, I don't get excited because of what somebody's saying. I'm not going around asking somebody for a sign. It's just that. They just come up and say, "Hey, blah blah blah." Say, "Okay, fine." I don't, I don't, I don't look for that because that's sensual, and the devil knows how to do those things too. And so, when you search or look for a sign, the devil gave you one. there has been a bit been many people. I tell you all about my buddy that, you know, this prophetess, I've said this several times, you know, had him married, he married about two or three women and none of them was right because he was listening to some prophetess. Amen. I'm not talking about your man of God. See, people get mixed up with if a prophet comes and tell you something that your man of God has told you not to do, guess who you're supposed to listen to? Your man of God. Because that's the man that God has given to you to help direct your life. And oftentimes we got people run to meetings to see this person, that person, prophet, here, prophet. you don't even know what kind of life they live in. But because they say they're a prophet, you're running behind them. Amen. Anyway, I'm just trying to help you. Now, listen to this. We please God through our good works. You know what good works are? Let's look at Ephesians 2.10 for a minute. And I'm going to look at this uh, in a couple of... ah, Glory to God. Hallelujah. We're getting ready to get into something now. All right. Ephesians Two ten. What in the world? Okay, hold on for a second. I hit the wrong thing. Ephesians two ten. Now listen to this. I'm gonna read. I gotta get the amplified up. I gotta get 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 this amplified as well. Cause the amplified really brings out this in a great way. All right. Now we're going Now we're going We're going We're gonna study now. Now listen to this. King James says, for we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto what? Good works. So we please God through good works. Are you with me? Which God have before ordained that we should walk in them. We walk by what? Faith. Walk by faith. So if we're going to walk in these good works, we're going to do these good works that God has prepared for us. It's going to be by faith. Are y'all with me? So the only way that I can really do a good work for God is by faith. I'll read this to you from the Amplified Version. It says this, for we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew that we may do those good works, which God predestined, that is, which he planned beforehand for us, taking paths Which he prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life. The good life is associated with good works. It's also associated with the paths that he has already preordained for us to travel. Now we have no clue. It's kind of like um, it's kind of like flying in the air, and which. What a lot of people may not even realize or understand that there, is, there, are, there are paths that they have already mapped out in the air. You can't see it, but they're mapped out yeah. in the air. And every pilot is subject to those paths that, that is mapped out for them in there. They get on the wrong path, it may be a collision. Invisible to the eye, they're still there. Something has to guide them on the path that they are on. You don't guide yourself with your senses, with your own sense. You cannot travel the paths. That 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 pilot cannot travel the paths in the air. He needs some instruments in order to guide him on the paths that are invisible. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm ministering now. There are paths in the spirit realm that you can't see, that God has already preordained, prearranged for your life. Jesus said, I cannot leave you as offers. I got to give you the one who's going to lead you on the paths that you ought to take. That's why Holy Spirit is so important. Amen. Amen. Isn't that because Holy Spirit was given to us as just like the instruments on an airplane was given to us to lead us on the invisible paths that has been planned for our lives that takes us into the good life. If your faith is counterfeit, You will not be able to travel the paths that God has preordained and the good life that God has preordained for you. You won't even enter into that. That's why it's so important to know that your faith is genuine. Are you listening to me? That's what you work on. You work on your faith being genuine. Amen? So he says, he says now, taking paths which he prepared ahead of time that we should walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. So you got to understand now, along those, those paths that are in the sky, you may even call them highways, you already know what they are. You already know how to travel them, travel on that. And if I need to make a stop, we already know what path to take, where to go in order to make the stop and then get back on the path to go where I need to go. A- Amen. Amen. And you need to understand that, see, for your own life. that some things you cannot do before you do something else. See, some people just think, I can just do it any kind of way I want to do it. I can do this. No, you're getting off your path. See, so you, you haven't traveled the path. You, you, you don't know where along the way he has certain things for you so that when you do get down downstream somewhere, you're prepared for what's going to happen downstream. Because there's always things, trials. And if, I, if I'm not prepared for the trial that's way downstream, because there were some things in between that I needed to get to help me with the trial that's downstream. I'm going to fail because I'm trying to jump downstream when I haven't gone. You know, if you read the Bible and read concerning the Israelites, you understand God did not take them through a, a shorter way that they have, could have gone. But they would have had to fight if they went the shorter way. Right. It took them around the long way because he needed to develop them into fighters. Look, you, you understand? <clears throat> there's absolutely no way you're going to, they're going to, well, they may do some stupid things now. I was going to say, you, 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 there's nobody going to, you're going to go in the military and go straight to the to the to, to the feel of of, of of fighting without having been trained. Now, they may do some stupid stuff now. When I was in there you you that wasn't that wasn't it. I was in the Marine go. Hoorah <laughs> Army, cool. oh, Army. When you came out of boot camp you were ready. We were talking about this yesterday, because the reason that a lot of people fail when they go into combat is because they're not they're not doing the things that they used to do. They 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 got so much mess now. But when I went in, and you and you learned how to to be prepared for combat. They shot live rounds over your head while you crawling on the ground. And they tell you, don't get up and don't lift your head up. There were, there were little bombs that would go off along the way as you crawling. Just so that you can become familiar with combat. So that when you got into combat, you wasn't, oh, hysterical. It was so that you could have self-control. Self-control is one of the great things that God says we need when you're going through a trial. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And the reason that some people, they can't go through a trial is because they haven't allowed God to train them and develop them to the point where when they get in the trial, they're not frantic. They got self-control. I can handle this situation. And they can endure.
2: Thank you for tuning in to Reigning in Life Through Faith, a radio broadcast from the Agape Embassy Ministries. To receive your gift of today's message on CD, simply send your donation of no less than $10 in the form of a check or money order to Agape Embassy Ministries, 5775 Barclay Drive, Suite 7, Alexandria, Virginia, 22315. Be sure to include today's message code, 010415SM. That code again is 010415SM. Visit us on the web at www.agapeembassy.org
1: In today's teaching, we've learned that our faith must be tested to prove our confidence in God and His Word. The Word of God says, through faith is how we please God and do the good works God wants us to accomplish. This is Dr. Mills, your radio teacher. See you next week, same place, same time, where we reign in life through faith.